name is Elizabeth. I've been a host and guide and bartender off and on here at Shakers for about four years. Uh, this is my partner, Britton, and uh, both of us had a pretty unique experience the other night. Um, we did one of the overnight investigations from about midnight to a little after three in the morning. We ended up lingering a little longer because the energies were pretty intense that night and we were trying to process as much as we could. Um, throughout the night we had varying experiences but uh, the team that was with us brought their equipment as well so we we're using multiple means of communication. We were using divining rods, we were using spirit boxes, uh, we were using the K2 meters as well to kind of read the activity levels and um, we even used our own phones at some point to kind of record and see if we could pick up any extra audio. Now, not sure if that caught anything just yet. We're waiting for that yeah. to be reviewed. But during the actual investigation, there was a lot of interaction with the spirit box, the divining rods, and even just the energy of the room. Um, I'm very familiar with Molly, our, one of our main spirits. Like I said, I've been here off and on for about four years. And so I know her story well. I know how her demise came to her. And the other night, was one of the rough nights. Um, it's common in a lot of hauntings for spirits to relive certain energies. And um, that night she was definitely reliving one of the hardest moments for her, which was her passing. Uh, it came in waves. It started off with just fear, and then there was waves of anxiety, and then there was an entire wave that I felt overwhelmed with just heartache and fear, and I got to the point where I was just uncontrollably shaking and crying and it wasn't my emotions that was going through that yeah. we had a great night it was a fun up to that point but well you know even before we started actually investigating investigating I got touched yeah well uh, we did a little intro we were all just sitting together as a group uh, familiarizing ourselves with the spirits before we really started engaging and as we were sitting there he felt a hand just kind of draw across the shoulder, just a just a shy little like, hey, come here afterwards. They grabbed my like, butt too. Oh, they grabbed you? They grabbed my butt. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yep. Well, <laughs> like Molly can be a, a little influential, you know, she, she likes to know, us to know that she's there. Yeah. And um, one of the most intense moments that we had while we were going through those waves of her emotions that we were feeling, um, there was a moment that we used both the spirit box and the divining rods to ask her a few questions. and see if she would respond to us. Um, I was curious just with the intensity of everything going on, if we were close to perhaps the anniversary of her death, just because you tend to notice a little bit of an uptick in energy when you reach those certain anniversaries throughout the year. And she was able to confirm to us that it was about the end of November. We're around the end of October now. But at the end of November was when she was killed and it was actually October that she ran away from her home. So that was March. Was it March? Yeah, it was. Uh, no, it was February. She ran away February. There's something about October. She told us too. We're still reviewing born, a lot of the. Born in March. That's right. Yeah, we're still reviewing a lot of the audio. So that as we go, there'll definitely be <laughs> more knowledge, yeah. and uh, hopefully we can continue that knowledge as well. I know I'm really excited with the results that we got, 
and the results awesome. that we'll continue to get. And hopefully we can come back and do more of an investigation soon too. Also, we're gonna go to the historical society. Yeah, we're gonna do some do digging now research. that we know a little bit more about the context of her, even more than we already knew. We're gonna try to do our own digging on the side and see if anything else pops up to kind of align with the readings we were getting during that investigation. Yeah. Yeah. At any point, do you guys feel afraid of anything? Uh, a little anxious, but the more fear. Anxious, I, anxious or yeah. afraid? More anxious. More anxious. Yeah. For me, there was a little fear, but it wasn't my own. It was. There was a point with the spirit box that Molly confirmed that she had latched herself to me for the remainder of that investigation, and when she was reliving what happened to her. There was a moment of fear followed by heartache. And that's when I, to the point I had to leave the room. I was shaking, I could having trouble breathing. Um, I had to literally just remove myself and calm down before I could go back and- Yeah, you had to walk downstairs. Yeah, and then throughout the night, there would be waves of that where I'd be fine, we're using the divining rods, we're in a completely different room and I would be hit again with the fear followed by heartache and the tears were just streaming down my face. It was yeah. very, very intense. I know, I was in Molly's room and I heard you. So I, I walked over to see like what everything was going went on. well. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just sitting on the stairs bawling your eyes out, like yeah, shaking. Everyone kept checking to see if I was okay. I was like, yeah, I'm physically fine. Like this isn't... That was when you came up. That wasn't me. That was Molly trying to communicate her pain and her sorrow and I feel honored that she chose me that night to kind of communicate those things. Like I said, I've been building a relationship with her for the last few years, being here and giving these tours and learning her history. So, I had heard from some others that were mm -hmm. on that uh, same investigative 3.0 yeah. tour that um, Molly had communicated that her head was here in the building somewhere. She doesn't want us to find it though. She, it, she's using it to stay here because she's not ready to leave. When she's ready to leave, she'll probably point it out, but she did confirm several times to a few different groups of us, like while we were in completely separate rooms, that some of her remains are definitely still buried within the building. Yeah, it said bones. Bones, five, yeah. Five it said bones times. both on the spirit box, on one of our readers that, like it, lists, it works like a spirit box, but instead mm -hmm. of you hearing a voice, it shows up on the screen. Um, it said bones several times throughout the night, and then using the divining rods, it let us to the general direction where her remains were originally found, or at least bones twice in the spirit box yeah. too, and at least the remains that were found. But there's definitely parts of her that are still here. Okay. Uh, also, I heard by the way that mm -hmm. uh, she had indicated to people that there was money that was here that was mm -hmm. in the walls or somewhere. Did you pick that up as well? No, not that night at least. Okay. Um, I know there's been other nights where we've been up there and mm -hmm. she's hinted at that and she'll kind of lead us on a goose chase with the divining mm -hmm. rods and then lead us in a circle. And right. I think I feel it's like more it's, for her fun. I feel like it's her just kind of having an entertainment wall. moment there. But sure. she did lead us around and um, she kept leading us back to that back room, to that kitchen area, yeah. very close to where those remains were originally found. It was a crazy night. It was. Uh, I was white afterwards. So I had to recover the next thoughts? day. Uh, closing thoughts. As I mentioned before, I honestly, I just feel honored that she chose to use me and try to, in a way, speak through me so that her story can continue to be heard, um, to give us more information so that yeah. we can stay true to what happened and make sure we're giving 
her words, not just what we've been able to find um, and show her experience in all of this because we talk about her all the time. I want to make sure that her voice is really being heard. Yeah. And uh, we're our, in St. Louis, and yeah. we're like, we want to go back to the yeah. I, I can't wait the next. <laughs> I can't wait the next time we get to come back and try to do a little bit more investigation, and maybe next time we can learn even more about her. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I've been here off and on for like four years, and each time I spend time with her, I learn something new. It feels more and more like home every time we come back. Too. Yeah, there's definitely something that draws you in. It's like it welcomes you into her space. Like she, she wants to be heard. She wants her story to be known. So she really invites you into that space and draws you in, so that you feel called to do a little bit more digging and investigation. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Can't wait till next time. Right. <laughs> Maybe we'll stay the night. Hopefully, yeah, no, last time we tried, maybe we it's about 5 a.m. Uh, hopefully next time I can make it a little bit longer. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys for having us. Thank you.